0: Hey, it's me, it's my podcast, hello, welcome February 17th, I think 2022, it's my brother's birthday, happy birthday Turns 45 And happy birthday to you, if it's your birthday, I guess Alright, gonna move my car Before a uniformed individual Puts a white piece of paper on the windshield I wanted to check in Today And go for a walk Cause why not doing laundry and stuff So I'm alive Not Being Chemically tortured or physically tortured Like I thought I was going to feel before I left my job, whoop, and, yeah, I mean, I'm not making billions, but I'm, I have a place to live, you know, um, my brother and my mother are in El Salvador, and my dad's there too, that's where my, that's where my parents are from, thankful that my mom gets to go see her family, her immediate family, her mom, and her sibling, she has a twin sister, she has other sisters there. So yeah, I'm doing good today. I mean, here's the thing, it's a pendulum. It's gonna be easy sometimes. It's gonna be difficult other times. But I think overall, I better than the place I was at. I think the tricky thing now is like the long-term stuff because the day-to-day stuff is easy. Because here's the thing, every day that I've had the mentality of just look around you and be thankful for what you have, I've come to feel more secure because every day I kind of look at the fact that I'm housed and I have, ooh, I have food on the table, you know, and a bed to sleep on. And so I have to remember that. Whenever I start to doubt myself or get scared after my mess with things are okay right now, you're not in the bowels of hell sometimes when you have more that's when you're in trouble but I remember oh I remember watching this documentary called generation Wealth really good documentary if you haven't seen it. Um, I learned a lot. I learned that being rich is kind of overrated. And the illusion of freedom can become a prison if you're not careful. I find that the difficulties in my life come from when I worry about if others will accept me or not. And not so much on other things. There's a lot of pressure to perform, to succeed, to be someone who I'm not, but I should be. And the meetings I'm going to are helping me because they they talk about this whole inner child and checking in with your inner child. And it's just a loving program that I'm in uh so yeah i yesterday i mean i've had like three days off in a row i think or four since sunday sunday monday tuesday wednesday sunday monday tuesday wednesday well sunday i did work the event but i don't know if i can even count that because it was still a day off but i'm trying to think it's just been kind of fun when i'm not letting myself sink into that hole you know where i'm like oh my god what am i doing with my life i'm a nobody kind of thing and i really have to like get better at not letting myself go there i mean i think it's healthy sometimes for you to reevaluate where you are in your life and ask yourself is this what i want for myself right now but then if you take it too far no matter how much you've accomplished or how much you've helped someone or humanity it's not going to be enough if you're constantly questioning criticizing yourself so like right now i'm just trying to have a balance of asking myself like what do you want to do what's a good environment for you work wise but not so much as not so much to where not so much where i'm like beating myself up for not having gotten there wherever that is which by the way i expected myself to be when i was 25. go figure that was a joke (laughs) but when you're like coming up on 25 25 feels old so i just think it just puts things in perspective when you're younger and you think about a number and you think that number is so great and it's not until after you're long done with that number you realize man I was just a baby how was I ever going to accomplish all of that and you don't want to be at the peak of your life when you're 25 you know what does that say about being 27 you know is it downhill from there so that's what I think sometimes that life is kind of a bumpy ride, and there's peaks and there's valleys. And is there a way around that? Yes, because it depends on your perspective. You know, if you're at rock bottom but you don't see it that way, then are you there? It's an opportunity to just, again, reevaluate. So, again, I don't know if this is a way to distract, to distract myself from some kind of crisis internally but again I keep going back to this whole looking around and focusing on what you have and not so much on what you don't have and it's really helping me because take um take today so today's what's today Wednesday. it's Thursday so oh, wait it might be the 18th <laughs> it's one of those weeks Anyway, so today, right? Today's Thursday. I'm not working right now. I work at 3.30. And I'm going for a walk while my clothes is washing and drying. And it's a beautiful out. I'm wearing shorts, t-shirt, no socks, sneakers. And it's like, I can either focus on everything I don't have and how I'm not a celebrity, who's worth hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, or I can focus on this nice walk and the anonymity and freedom that comes with that walk, you know? And like, you have to think about like, are you having the life that you value? And it could just be a yes or no question. Like, I think I have that life sometimes And again, it depends on the day. So like yesterday, what was I doing? I think I was getting like a slice of pizza and I was like, man, I'm eating garbage all the time and I don't even know what to do with my life. And it reminded me of 2012, which is what I'm going to call this episode. So 2012 was the start, kind of the start of the last decade. And I was not in a good place. So long story short, I had done so much work in school in university that my spring quarter I planned to just take one class because I didn't really need to take any classes because I finished all my stuff and I was going to do internships and independent study stuff so I can go to graduate school or like start a career or whatever and so I did that and then I think it was like two months into that I got a letter from the school saying they wouldn't cover my um, financial aid for that quarter. It could have been because of the recession or they looked at my records and saw that I didn't actually need it and then maybe they were trying to cut down so either way it was just cut off from I guess my education. I didn't want to take more loans out and man that was back in January 2012. And I didn't have employment until, I want to say October of that year. It was like eight or nine months of no education and no employment. Oh, this is so sweet. There's like this little sticker that says, be kind. So I'm going to keep it because it's probably a sign. And so, yeah, it was a strange eight months. It was very much a blur. I was looking for work. I was, um, I think I ended up going to the school across the street from where I lived at the time, the Venice School Center, to take uh, medical building classes. Because I was like, why not? That's like a career or whatever. But I mean, all I did in the classes was play online. I wasn't really in a good spot. I, I think that's what happens to me a lot. I just kind of fall by the wayside sometimes. For a long time, you know. And it wasn't until October where I got hired at Starbucks. But anyway, um, that's just how I've been feeling since this year because it's been 10 years since that year. And it feels like I'm kind of in the same spot where I'm just like falling by the wayside. Um, As far as like career goals or educational goals and I'm just kind of like a blob. And... Gosh, I think, since... When did, my, when did my mom Tuesday. I think my brother and my mom left on Tuesday, and since they both live in my area, I've just been kind of like, helping them, like, or looking over where they live. So, i just kind of been watching TV, and playing online and stuff, and like, I don't know, kinda of feeling bad about that. Like And here's the thing. I do wanna I do wanna start a job. I do wanna start that routine. But I feel like I don't want a shitty environment. Like Do I wanna die rich? It doesn't matter because you're gonna die. No one dies rich. No one dies famous. My mom told me once, sorry, this is so weird, but you know, like I get, these get so tangential. My mom told me, and she's like a Catholic or, or something, and she reads the Bible. She's like, when you die, there's no more existence. Like, no one remembers you because you're not there to experience others remembering you. So it's like everyone goes down with you when you leave. So now I kind of, I constantly go back to that. I think my parents were like existentialists, which is weird because they don't know what that means, but I'm sure they are. And I just think about that. And I'm like, when I'm gonna, when I die, I'm just gonna die. Like maybe I'll have a legacy or whatever. Maybe I'll leave something behind like art, but like, am I there to even know? I remember I remember. Um, before I quit my last job, this was in December, I kept telling myself, man, they're going to say such terrible things about me when I leave. And then there was a part of me that's like, it was kind of the analogy, if a tree falls down in the forest and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? And so, I told myself, like, how would we know what they're saying if we're not there to hear it? Thus, they're not saying anything. Thus, I have the freedom to move on from those what-ifs, you know? I'm learning that I'm a big people pleaser. That I use it to feel safe, you know, when I'm taking care of other people. Or I feel, I could feel like I belong, you know? Like, I have to earn my keep in that way which I'm learning is not normal. That I can just be myself and I'll be fine. You know, some people will accept me, some people won't. But my job is to be myself and accept others for being themselves. And as long as we're not hurting one another or ourselves. So I'm learning little things here and there. And it's awesome. So, I have to have faith in my higher power, in myself, that I'm going to make this work, you know? Because it's hard in a lot of ways. But in other ways, it's been enlightening because... It's Thursday, and it's like... I think it's like 10-something. And, like, I'm walking outside, and there's no clouds. There are no clouds in the sky, and, like... Three months ago, I wouldn't have been able to do that. I would have been in a gloomy little area. Sure, enough to pay my bills. Sure, they had food there. Sure, I had dental insurance. But I mean, you can't beat this, you know? So it really does depend on, on you, you know? And you might like whatever job you have You might like whatever life you have. And I'm not here to challenge you. I'm not here to tell you you need to do things my way. I'm here to tell you you need to do things your way. And that you know what that is for you. You know? We're different. We're all different. Like People have different tolerances of different things. Which is something I probably mentioned. Some people like to have more freedom and to have more direction some people don't care for that some people want to make i don't know how many figures even if it means sacrificing time with other people some people are more privy to spending less money making less money and doing other things with their time and none of us are right or wrong for whatever we choose I think it's difficult because capitalism makes society interesting. It benefits us in so many ways. But also, it just morphs us into these creatures. These interesting creatures who want more, more, and more. And who are more afraid and more afraid by the day or the year. And... That's the tricky part is trying to navigate that because on the one hand, I am motivated to build wealth throughout my life, to live comfortably, to give comfortably. But then on the other part, the other hand, it's like, how much of myself am I willing to sell or give up? How much of my time, my energy, my spirit can I? work over in exchange for this other thing that i believe to be good and well and that's just one facet of it the other facet of it is this whole how we're marketed towards right and gosh i hope i'm recording yeah i'm recording cool the other aspect is like you're marketed towards you're told you have these flaws and you're told that this product or service can fix those flaws And that others will accept you and love you and you might just very well belong afterwards if you subscribe metaphorically or literally to whatever product or service you know shipped right to your door so when you feed that system and you believe in that system you internalize it you believe that you must be filled from outside and not from within And that's very dangerous on a global scale. Oh, it's this nice little garden area. And that morphs our world in a lot of ways. We're exploited, you know, or left in the dust a lot of the times. And power is often abused to benefit those groups who who want more or call them the haves and we separate each other from from one another you know we separate separate one mind from another mind because the skin is a different color or the eyes are a different shape and sometimes I think like we're really missing out like in regards to the whole feminist thing I do consider myself like a feminist I guess but more of like that's the thing about feminism people think it's about women it's not about everyone and the idea is and i'm not here to like mansplain or anything this is just my point of view i can't speak for the movement i feel like women are being exploited so much that i believe we're actually missing half of the world like half of the world has gone missing you know if there are women who are as skilled as talented if not more than men in certain positions of power or commerce then that's talent we're missing out on you know and and who are we to take that away from ourselves so like i mean everyone's got their opinion about it but i just feel like we're missing out on so many life lessons so many new ways of looking at things just because we look different And we're exploited because of those differences. Is that a ladybug? I think it's a... uh, Whatever it is, it can't fly. Sorry, there's like a bug I got interested in. And it's like this being different thing has been something that's drilled into our head, you know? That you're unique, you're a special individual, and there's no one like you. And then it's no wonder you feel so isolated, and then like you don't belong because you're told that you're the you're unique, you know, and everyone is different than you. But at the same time that can be isolating like I feel like I'm I'll use this analogy because I remember using it a while back. Oh, damn it. Sorry, I was thinking about laundry. But okay, the analogy is like a deck of cards, right? With gender like a deck of cards, you can separate. Okay, this is the red and this is the black, right? And within each one, you have other other things that separate, right? You have with black, you have club, diamond, spade, club, diamond, spade, heart. And then the same for the red. So there's differences with in each group. And then with each With each suit, you have different numbers or royal or whatever. And the truth is, we are one. We are one deck of cards. We all fit into that part of the human spirit, you know? No one is void of that human experience. Maybe narcissists, I don't know. I doubt it because I think we kind of demonize them. But they're still people, you know? They still eat, sleep, drink dream maybe they take more than they give but I'm sure they give at some point to some system but anyway we're all one you know and we can be divided and we can all be one of a kind but I feel like sometimes we just lose sight of that and we start to fixate on a type of music or a culture and we stick to it and we hold on to it and when we meet someone new, we try to get to that point where we talk about that one thing. So we do feel connected. And yes, that's fine. But at the same time, like, there's more beneath the surface of the individual year-round than what they listen to or eat. And it's hard because there's so little opportunities to do that with new people. Even before the pandemic, because... You're just marketed with more of the same. And you really have to exercise that will to branch out of the way you look at things. And accept that you might be wrong about certain things. Which is hard. I still struggle with that. But I think, you know, I think it's good to look at how someone else does. It's just, there's no incentive for it. Because you are where you are and it's working and you're comfortable, I guess. And it's the same with me. Like, we are kind of boxed to a largest extent with people who hold similar views. And I wonder, isn't that how it's always been with tribes and kingdoms and all that? Weren't you like jaw locked in this system, you know, in the Middle Ages or like in the Stone Age or something? And was there really a different way of living and looking at things? Could you really just go from one way of living to the next, you know? And I wonder, you know, if we have to do that. If we constantly have to venture out into this different way of life constantly. Or if it's good to just choose that. Sometimes I ask myself, well, John, how do you want your life to change? How can your life change for the better? What will it take? And sometimes I say, it's fine how it is. Like in this moment, I'm okay with it. I think most of the time that thought comes up when I'm looking at, someone who's happy and I just start to wonder how I can start to feel like that because I don't already feel like that but then it's like maybe I do in my own way then I get anxious because I think about how I'm not rich right now and knowing the value of compound interest or whatever, I feel like I am missing out on building wealth because that's the thing about compound interest, it's something you make when you're younger. Because when you're younger you have more time left in your life. And I'm barely 31, and it's like, I'm not taking advantage of this time to build well. I'm just kind of farting around, but like, at the same time, I don't want to end up like those people who are just in their office for 10 hours, supposedly doing what they love. Because who wants to plug numbers in all day, you know? Is that the meaning of life? But I mean, you know, to each his own. Okay, so that's probably it for this episode. What do you like? I'm supposed to talk about something? Well, I'm reading 100 Years of Solitude, and I'm proud of myself, because I'm like on page 100 out of like 450 something. And like, it's been a while since I kept going and reading a book. So it's a good book really funny and I found like a little pot of dirt so I'm gonna put it in this plant I have because the plant does not have a lot of dirt so I think that's it you know I don't know if I have advice for the day um Just try to do your best. Be thankful for all the little things that aren't very little to someone else. Shoot. You know, think about the fact that you have enough to eat today, that you have a place to go to after work or for work. Don't worry about all the things you don't have. Because that shit will eat you alive, man or woman. Enjoy your Thursday. Take care. Bye.